The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. When I'm treating my low blood sugars, I know that I will rarely go way too low way too fast because my insulin doses are quite small because my insulin to carb ratio is very high and i know that i generally eat similar enough foods so if i have a low on one day it's not going to be like absolutely plummeting down to one or 1.5 out of nowhere i'll always have a good idea of how fast or how low they're going to go now when I'm treating lows, similar enough to what I do with, with high blood sugars is I'll see my blood sugar go low. I'll feel my blood sugar go low. I'll always double check with a finger prick because it's more accurate for me. I will treat the hypo more often than not a lift glucose drink or four or five glucose tablets, depending on how low I am. Throw my CGM away. Mm-hmm. That's going to play catch up. My blood sugar is probably going to come back up, but my CGM will sit, like will probably still say I'm low. So again, it's almost the other side of high blood sugars, where if your CGM is playing catch up with a high, you're likely going to take more insulin. But if your CGM is playing catch up with a low, you're likely going to just start down drinks and Lucasade or glucose tablets. Again, leading to a rebound high, which is never a nice feeling after a low. So what I do is, like I said, throw the CGM away, make sure that the low is treated, but then I'm patient around that. And I say to myself, my blood should come up in the next five, 10, 15 minutes. I make sure they do by checking my blood monitor. But patience around that for me is important because I know that the treatment that I've taken for my low 99% 99% of the time will bring me back up. So instead of me being like, I need to get more glucose tablets in, I need to get more glucose tablets in, I let my initial treatment of the low do its thing. Now, if I see that my blood sugar hasn't come up in that 5, 10, 15 minutes, of course I'll take more. 
Just wondering when you're feeling low. And I've you've said before about that feeling when you go low and you can't really explain it. Mm. Only a diabetic really knows what it feels like. How long after you start treating the low does that feeling start to go away? Because I would feel like, you know, you obviously treat the low and then you start coming back up. But if people are still feeling low, it kind of it could be kind of hard for them to judge how much is too much to take and you might be going high again. Does yeah, of course. Sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and like I said, the most important thing with low blood sugar is that your blood sugar comes back up. That's hands down the most important thing. It doesn't really matter too much if you have that rebound high because a high short term is going to be safer than a low. Mm. So you can kind of deal with that high. But for me, if I can avoid that rebound high, I like to do it. But generally... If I have a low, now depending on how low it is, if I drop to say 3.5, I won't feel good, but I should start feeling normal again within kind of 15, 20, 30 minutes. Now, I've had a couple of lows where I dropped down to like 2, 2.5, which is lower than I would like to go. And sometimes it just feels like you've been hit by a bus. Like there was, I, I can't remember when the, when I had one that low in recent times, but one of them, I think I had come in from a run and my blood sugars were obviously coming down just as I was about to get home. So I treated the low and I just lay down on the floor in my room <laughs> and I, was, I, I, I felt, I just physically couldn't move. I was like, just pure purely exhausted as if you had just been hit by a bus like and then i lay there for maybe an hour (laughs) (laughs) now my blood sugar would have come back up but sometimes it's almost like the remnants of a low that you have can linger on for hours nearly it can feel like so a lot of it for me depends on how low i go but Sometimes they're easier to recover from than others. Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.